Welcome back to episode 75 of the Block Runner Podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and today we bring in the developer of MetaZone. Here are some of the topics we discussed today. First up, Corona Zombies is now an MMORPG. Next, what goes into making content that will sustain players in Decentraland? Then, what technologies is needed to support multiplayer in DCL? And finally, where were you during the great Twitter hackening? Alright, let's listen in. And today joining us is Corvinius Decimus Meridius. Welcome. I'm back, guys. It's a uh, to demonstrate some new benevolences that I've created. Yeah, yeah we're, we're on that COVID grind right now. Uh, well, in Texas and a couple of other states are still struggling. That's why we're in virtual mode right now. And speaking of virtual mode, we were just testing a couple of updates with Corona Zombies. Um, and when's the last time we talked about Corona Zombies, dude? It's been a while, right? Well, it's been a while. We've been uh, a little di- distracted working on other projects, I guess. But uh, yeah, but it turns out to be like a like a uh, once again the universe aligning perfectly, dude. Yeah, because if it wasn't if it wasn't for the whole Ethermon, you know, experience, like I don't think I think now Corona Zombie is going to be way better than what it was initially planned to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so true. Yeah, I so, think that's that's like the big takeaway. Yeah, we've injected uh, some some new technologies into Corona Zombies. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them being multiplayer. So we were just in in Decentraland shooting at several zombies, but we could also shoot at each other. It was quite entertaining. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Like, uh, until you started shooting me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was like a purely like co-op PvE. PvE type thing where like we're just here to slay zombies. But I mean, shit. I mean, just I think it's hilarious that we can kill each other. But yeah. I don't know, man. Willow in like free-for-all mode. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel yeah, like there's some hardcore griefing going on if you slay people <laughs> and kill each other. Gone, so that's why you're taking damage from, from Willow there. I have you unfinished have business with I-Man trying to... He thinks he can kill me in like Halo and Call of Duty, which is not true. <laughs> dude, what be, I, I know I can, dude. It's not even a question. <laughs> and now Decentraland Corona Zombies? Dude, yeah. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to settle it in Decentraland PvP, dude, whatever yeah. that is. I mean, this is where it counts, dude. We can't, we can't like hop on the soccer sticks whenever we want. I don't think, can we? Yeah, not yet. Stadium? Yeah, I don't know if we're going to be able to because. I'm sure he runs a dedicated server for it. For what do you what do you think, Oscar? How does it work? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely doing a, a WebSocket server, and and it seems like part of it requires some administrator like control. But uh, I don't know if he has like a like a free mode where he just lets it run and whatever happens happens. Yeah, we'd have is, to try is that, it out. Is that even possible? But, like, could you yeah. could you set something that up? Like like let for it run soccer. for soccer? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you could. It just depends on how he coded it for Corona Zombies here. The uh, what we're going to be talking about today a little bit is uh, is also a WebSocket server uh, connected to connected via Heroku, and uh, it's it's a persistent game now. So so everything that you do is going to be stored, and you'll be able to uh, shoot some zombies and gain some experience points and level up. And um, later on, we're going to introduce some the weapon NFTs. Uh, so you can level up your weapon and and as these zombies get harder and harder like you'll need to uh, continue you know improving your weapons so and the cool part is there's going to be melee weapons 
there's going to be handguns, there's going to be shotguns, there's going to be uh, automatic guns. And uh, and I was thinking, I didn't tell you guys, but we could do like heavy weapons, like grenade launchers and shit like that. What about Gatling guns? Yeah, machine guns. Yeah, I think that'll fall into like the automatic weapons. Okay, nice. <laughs> so and each one, like you'll you'll progress that weapon, and uh, it will in, like it will have different stats that maybe it's good for some enemy types, and but not so good. So you might need a couple of weapons in hand, and uh, and then later on, since since this is a multiplayer game, we, right now we got PVE uh, co-op. So so you can uh, join a team of friends and and go up against all these uh, zombies that are coming out of. Corona Zombies, the Central Land. Mm, interesting. So you're telling me we're about to release a multiplayer NFT zombie shooter into Central Land. Yep, that is correct, sir. Damn. We're going to make it happen. <clears throat> and we have a, a demo to demonstrate for everybody. So, so hold on. Let me, let, me, let me restate that. That's a multiplayer NFT RPG sh- zombie shooter into Central Land. Yeah, persistent yeah, co-op. The RPG element is what's is the biggest mind fuck, but it makes the most sense for the central land just because it's an open world environment. Right. And then it's like distributed land ownership. They're trying to come up with like a persistent model of gaming that makes sense in Decentraland land. Cause you can't just build out this RPG game. It would require thousands of like a thousand parcel of state. Who the fuck has that dude? Like yeah. we don't, so yeah. we can't just, just build something and plop it down on like a giant estate like that. Hardly anybody can. Yeah. Right. right. So you kind of have to figure out, Luckily, we got this platform that we've been working on for the last four or five, six months <laughs> that does exactly that. That distributes all the little elements that we need to make some kind of like open world game work. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's part correct. of it. Yeah. And that's that's correct. Like we we created MetaZone to distribute content. And now we're going to make a game that has multiple pieces of content that they all interact with each other and uh and will be connected to each other so yeah so will we'll get in on the action and deploy a couple of these cre- creations metas and the players will be needing to go running around to these different locations to do different important uh necessities to be able to play uh and shoot up these zombies right yeah right and that's i mean you can, we can go on all day like describing what that's going to look like because I think that's so cool. Like There's so many different metas now that we've got cooked up for this game. Because just think about it. When you're playing any kind of RPG game, any little NPC you interact with where it's like you exchange whatever in-game currency you've earned playing it, you know, for an in-game item. Like, I want this cool sword to battle, like, the stronger enemy. So you got to go purchase it somewhere. Like, that's a game element that the game creators built. But, like, they own that whole, you know, the whole platform, the game itself. Yeah. In this sense, it's all being distributed. It's all being cut into pieces and split up. And so we can't predict what the landscape is going to look like. We can't, like, release a map for Corona Zombies, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to be, like, nobody knows who's going to own these individual pieces of it you know? so so that means as game developers we have to design games based on that premise so yeah. for example uh, a game um decision that we made was we're going to provide quests and contracts mm-hmm. where you are you can purchase a contract to go and let's say eliminate a thousand zombies for you know, certain amount of experience points or items or whatever, NFTs potentially, um, at a specific location within Decentraland. And uh, and and so there's going to be diverse set of quests that people can can go and do. And, and it's all because of the way Decentraland was designed, where not any one person who has a thousand, you know, pieces of parcels can just deploy a, an RPG game, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's dispersed. 
So so that's that's up to the game designers to figure out, right? So like you know, that's what we're doing with Decentraland. That's what Ethermon is doing with uh, with with their game, and we're just trying to build games for you know a platform that has people owning individual lands that would otherwise be more dif- difficult to deploy, like a huge RPG open world game. So it's it's something new for for game designers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we and with MetaZone, we're trying to demonstrate that full-on capability of uh, you know a, a game that, that has the full spectrum of Decentraland's capabilities, the designers' like knowledge of what the the optimal game design is, and and Ethermon and the soccer game were were kind of inspirations for uh, what we're combining here and and shifting Corona Zombies into. So yeah. Especially the soccer game, meaning like obviously it brought people together. It turned into like this big spectator thing. The engagement was through the roof and it was just fun, you know, because it's five on five. That's like some typical, you know, PvP shit. You play yeah. basketball with the boys, five on five, you're having a good time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot more fun than just playing by yourself. Absolutely. So. <clears throat> Yeah, we were we were having a blast. Uh, so we were testing it. We were seeing some crashes, but it's expected right now. Uh, yeah. But what's yeah, interesting is, like, go ahead. Seems like the is in the middle of like resolving the soccer game web socket bugs, where like some kind of disconnection would happen, where like you're communicating with their web socket server, mm-hmm. but the the content isn't being updated in the Decentraland visual world. Mm. So, but it, but it's a really good thing that they're working on it because uh, once it's resolved, then it'll it'll help out every every game that uses web sockets. So nice. So can you, to the non-developer layman like myself, what the hell is a web socket? Yeah. So so Decentraland is just releasing some uh, knowledge con- knowledge content. Uh, they're describing like how to make um, like more persistent games, and one way is to use API calls with a centralized server. Mm-hmm. So an API call is just one, like when you hit refresh on a browser, that's like, it's as if that's an API call, uh, you know, requesting content in a sense. Um, but a WebSocket is a little bit different where instead of um, like a chat window, any any chat window uh, that you see on the web today probably uses a WebSocket uh, connection. And that means that you can talk to somebody and that somebody can talk to you and there's no need to refresh so mm. it's a it's a persistent communication with, uh, mm. with people. So we we set up a WebSocket server uh, and we connected Corona Zombies game to it, and now we're we're able to uh, <coughs> make a persistent game that's connected, constantly connected to to this backend. So is this something? Because I'm just trying to understand. Is this like some kind of infrastructure layer to like the internet that's been around for a while? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm trying to compare it. Like, it's almost like a dedicated channel of communication, pretty much, right, between the user and the backend servers or whatever, whoever's hosting it, right? Yeah. Like, peer, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, peer-to-peer sockets uh, has been around since since the early days of the internet. Yeah. Um, uh, and then like uh, datagram packets, which is a different UDP is a mm-hmm. different connection type where UDP instead of peer to like P2P, I think, or mm-hmm. peer messages, um, like is like the, the backend server can send you data. And if you receive it, you receive it. If you don't, then you don't. But peer to peer sockets is a, it's a persistent connection where whatever it sends from the back end, it, it should arrive safely to your, to your client. Mm. Um, and uh, WebSockets is, is kind of a new thing since past couple of years, I think maybe mm. 10 years ago, they released it, something like that, 
where um, now WebSockets are, it's directly built into the web. So, so and JavaScript utilizes it. And, uh, and that's how, that's what we're using. That's what Decentraland. Uh, that's the, the language, right? The language of the code itself? It's the, it's the communication channel. Uh -huh. So peer-to-peer so so -peer -peer WebSockets. Peer-to-peer uh, -peer is, is, is another thing, I guess, uh, where clients talk to each other and there is no server. And that's what Decentraland uses. It, it talks, uh, the position of the player, like, is uh, communicated to, to your other avatars, the other players that are, that are in the Decentraland world. Mm -hmm. but um but websockets is a direct connection to a, a, a server or or a back end or or and the, and the reason why that's faster is because it's just like the server has more computation or something it, or more power it's a direct stream to uh -huh. uh, to the client so okay. it, so your whenever you refresh decentraland and you connect then you're directly streaming content like back and forth uh, to a back end server okay cool so Damn. it's so, so that that's means so crazy to think about, dude. Like uh, all this in internet infrastructure shit, and that's what's being built right now in the crypto world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all these protocols and stuff like that yeah. that Oscar was describing. Like, uh, fuck, man. <laughs> I wish I understood more about it, so that way I could like pick and choose. Like, what, the, as far as like what crypto protocols are being built, it would make more sense to me. Well, remember you know? in in Counter Strike or. Um, any other traditional game, you're connected to a server. And so mm -hmm. a, a WebSocket is essentially your parcel is just connected, is, is, is streaming information to a server. And the server is streaming information back into the parcel. Mm -hmm. And so now you're able to share data amongst other people to create a multiplayer experience in that parcel. So how come it, you think it took this long I don't know if it really took long or not, but how come more more of these Decentraland developers aren't utilizing this tech? You know, if it's so like it, well, you know widespread, well understood, well, it's not like something completely new, right? It's been you, around. You got to stand up a server, so you have to pay for that yeah. server host, and okay. there's got to be an incentive to pay for that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just extra engineering where you have to set up a a backend and not not every single developer is used to you know setting up backend technologies so so it's just a little bit more effort on uh, on the developer's end yeah it's like an expense right so it's it's like a once yeah. you get into this this level of like venture you're kind of now you're operating like a, like a business would right you 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 would only do that if you're anticipating some type of return right right, yeah, right. Uh, unless unless you're just you know doing it out of the kindness of your own heart you know you're just really trying to push <laughs> the limits for you know, just just for the, the hell of it. I don't yeah. know. So I guess that's what that's uh, why we haven't seen more of it yet. But maybe well, we're just so early. You know, that yeah, I mean, I think I think the soccer game is the first demonstration of a of a good uh, web, web socket like game. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So that's what inspired me to like, hey, if, if they were able to pull that off, then then I guess I should I should look into web sockets. And a couple of days later, we got like a multiplayer co op. You know, yeah. soccer mm -hmm. game. And Dude, it's so crazy because it it. it it enhances the gameplay like so much. It's insane. Yeah, and that's and that's what MetaZone is trying to do with this Corona Zombies demonstration. Is is that like I was inspired by the soccer game to look into websockets, and now we're gonna release this game and have monetization kind of throughout uh, for landowners to to have fun with, and uh, and now this websockets like connection capability, you know, make making us have a co-op shooter like zombie shooter. Uh, corona zombies infections and stuff like that will be a theme throughout 
and uh, and now pe- people, other creators on MetaZone can see, yeah. you know, this fully functioning economy via these two technologies, like the central land, MetaZone. I guess three would be the and then the WebSockets uh, tech. So yeah, kind of like the recommended like uh, path for for long term. That's kind of and that's pretty much why we wanted to showcase like such an early stage of corona zombies right like we haven't showed it yet but we're about to and it's like as basic as i think like a game looks <laughs> whenever you start <laughs> developing one right like yeah. we don't even have full-fledged characters yet we have like squares walking around and shit <laughs> you know which is cool yeah i, I like that but it, you brought up a good squares. point it's, it's it's gonna be a good little uh roadmap for people to follow i guess if they want to do the same thing you know yeah well what <laughs> i like I the so. most about uh, corona zombies is that you can think of a lot of gameplay scenarios like for example there's a there's a multiplayer co-op experience where you can collectively as a team um you know destroy you know kill zombies right but mm-hmm. there's also an alternative which one i was exploring where it's a pvp but with zombies getting in your way and so the only way you score points in this pvp is by killing the other players in that parcel while you're fending off, you know, zombies like, you know, surrounding you. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a cool point uh, that you bring up because uh, we, uh, I didn't naturally think PVP would be a thing, but now that I remember, I heard in, I heard in the, in the DCL streets, word on the street is that uh, DCL is working on an update where like you could do respawning, like instant respawning. So if somebody kills you, then you go in, we could like spawn into like a dead zone and then, mm you can spawn back into the game once you like change your weapons or whatever. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, it'll be more PVP and like more capabilities from it. Like it's going to be more and more possible. And I think, I think our one by one, the demo that we have is on a one by one. So, so it's going to even one by one landowners are going to be able to take advantage, but I think PVP, you know, would, would, would be better. Yeah. Unless you're going to do like one on one, but uh, on a bigger estate. So yeah. So yeah, that's the creations that we can uh, put out a little bit later. So then we'll put it out to the community. Once you guys can see this game and play it, uh, you know, maybe you guys can come up with new concepts, new gameplay, new mechanics, new mm-hmm. ideas for this game because we have our own ideas and we're going to reveal those as we build them. Uh, but this will be a multi-meta experience and all these metas will have, you know, in one version or another an incentive to deploy. Uh, but I think it's it's going to be something new for everyone in Decentraland to try out and hopefully inspire others to make more of these type of experiences. Because mm-hmm. so, at what level do you think a developer needs to be to make something like this? Is do they have to really know what they're doing? Like be uh, almost on an expert tier, or yeah, that's a good question. Uh, the, if if there's a good documentation, I think somebody is able to put out like a uh, put up, put up a, a WebSocket server, and it wouldn't be too much too too much hassle. Um, to go from there, I think that 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 it just depends on how much time the developer puts into it. Right. So the more time they put in, the more details they can put into this backend WebSocket server that ultimately displays on in Decentraland. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's possible that somebody that's semi decently versed, uh, if you can if you can get this socket server uh, running, then uh, I think and it, it's sky's the limit from there. So now that we're trying out uh, WebSocket servers, are we going to update the existing core of games for for this type of capability? I think I think the main thing that we've learned is that uh, shared experiences are key. So so WebSockets. 
could be could play a, a role. I think in getting those those updated, especially we're we're like we've been talking about how we can like productize this where creators within MetaZone can spin up their own mm-hmm. like servers really easily. So hopefully we can like achieve that because it would be great if uh, you know yeah more games, games like that. could take advantage take advantage of that same thing yeah yeah because i mean we designed many of our of, of those games to be multiplayer i mean that was the original intent like for example in block hole we would we were expecting when we we're designing it we would expect everybody to stand on the same square to not yeah. fall right which would be hilarious mm-hmm. uh but yeah with this web sockets technology i mean you guys were playing the zombie game whenever it was running smoothly yeah like it was, it was smooth right so yeah yeah so so yeah, we could we should be able to pull it off with uh with uh like something like Blockhole and, and Block Runner and, and Orb Jumper. Okay, well having said that, let's see if we can jump in this thing. Yeah, let's attempt. And let's and so we're gonna leave the sound off for this just because it's way too loud and we won't be able to like conversate about what the hell's happening in this game. <laughs> yeah. If you can't if we can at some point we could just Turn it on and we shut up for like 30 seconds and just run around and start shooting things. That way, yeah, you get a better sense of what it's like. You know, I think, I think only one of us needs to turn on the, the sound because it's recording. So that's true. I man, you want to turn on your, your uh, sound? Well, I'm I'm on a headset. Let me see. Oh, that's right. I don't think it's gonna come through. I'll turn it on. Can you guys hear anything? No. No. Okay. Turning it back off because yeah, I can't hear you guys anymore. <laughs> but is everyone in? I see Oscar. Where you at, Will? I'm trying to log in. Corner, I, dude? It just crashed. So yeah, just uh, you too, Oscar? Yeah, I want to try to join in via local. Okay. I'm still in. I mean, I've been running pretty good lately, like the last. Yeah, because you're the first one so. in. I think the first one in always has like the best experience. Yeah. Just let me know when you guys are in here and like stable. In the meantime, I'm just gonna shoot these. Try sharing your screen just so. Uh, let's see. Well, are you sharing right now? I'd have to unshare. No, I'm not sharing, but it's on purpose. Since I'm recording the screen, it's, it's it'll be fine. Like you'll be able to see the audience will be able to see exactly what I'm seeing. So we're good. So, so it's loading in. Looks like I'm okay. I'm in now. Okay. Just let me know if you crash. If you do, I'll start sharing my screen. Okay, so I just jumped, jumped in, and I'm going to switch weapons here. And these green boxes that you're seeing, those are going to be converted into 3D models of zombies. Mm-hmm. And we have head crabs, and then that is I-Man in that white box, and then we got Orv in this other white box. And I can actually shoot these guys as well as shoot these zombies. So, <clears throat> yeah, I hear that. Are you sharing your screen though, like on Zoom? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. So then, how do they know what green boxes you're talking about? Uh, because I'm recording the, the screen right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Fuck Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's just keep playing. Yeah. Some zombies. I just died. Okay. So the greens. So all these boxes are eventually going to be. Yeah. Three actual models. creatures. Yeah. Like things you're actively trying to kill, and. We don't know how far we're gonna go as far as like animations, right, Oscar? Like, yeah, we have to play around with it. We just want really low poly zombies and and enemies and head crabs and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, because it all has to. What's that magic number? Ten thousand or something? Polys? Yeah, yeah. Or and this thing in the middle, the tombstone, is like pretty good chunk of that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like 
3K polys. Exactly. So, so it's all about finding like a, a perfect balance, I guess. Like ideally, you want like really cool shit happening, right? You want these zombies coming out the ground. You know, you want dirt flying everywhere and stuff while they're doing that. But I imagine that's not a yeah, doable <laughs> in such a small confined space. Yeah. You know? So most importantly, what you're seeing here is the white boxes. They're actually uh, players, right? And but they're on different servers. So just like the rule of thumb for like Decentraland is, if you're on a specific server where the others are not, you have a better experience. And so that's what we're doing here. Uh, but of course, you can play on the same server and actually see the avatars running around. But you might, you know, run into a little bit of a lag issue by doing that. Mm -hmm. So, but I can actually shoot these guys. I'm gonna shoot Oscar here. Uh, where's I man? Can't uh, shoot me, dude. My strafe is too good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good luck, dude. Uh, good luck. Yeah. Well, but if you I need me here. to stop for the sake of demonstration, I will. Just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Go ahead, dude. What do you mean Kill stop? Me. I think I'm already dead, actually. Okay. Oh, yeah, you were dead, dude. No wonder. Yeah, uh, kill me. I'm back alive. Take my life, dude. Where are you going? Dead. I think you're dead. Oh, no, never mind. No, you're alive. I have 18 out of 20 HP, dude. I'm still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for most kills here. It only counts your zombie kills or whatever. Enemy. Yeah. Yeah, we don't really have to demo us killing each other because that's not even part of the game. <laughs> we just like to do it. Oh, it's going to be. It's going to be part <laughs> of the game. It can be. It can be. I don't. I don't know why you'd want to kill your homies though, but you know, <laughs> just the troll, idea is dude. for this to be like cooperative, right? Like, we don't really know how far that's gonna go. Like, it can go to, in a direction where like each player has an individual role, right? Like in classic RPGs, you have like a healer, a tank, and a damage dealer, right? Those are usually the three roles. Yeah. In RPG elements, or it can be like a more like a like a uh, Counter Strike co-op type thing where everybody just has their own custom weapon loadouts right there's no role it's just how good you are at the game right yeah so these are things that we need to figure out yeah definitely i mean it's all doable you know i i me personally i like the idea of you know having a, an assigned role because like in the middle is this tombstone right eventually these this is going to be the location where you purchase your contracts right or requests yeah, you'll be able to click on the main object, which in this case is the tombstone. Mm -hmm. It'll act, it'll pop up like a, a list of uh, quests that you can take on contracts, and uh, if you accept those, then you and your teammates can battle it out, wave after wave of zombies coming at you. Uh, maybe some of them have different tasks that you got to do, like yeah, destroy a central object that the zombies are protecting or something like that. Yeah, different things. And we, you can make it to the to where like like a healer is absolutely necessary or somebody who's carrying like a lot of healing equipment because the, the, the type of NPCs that are spawning do like area of effect damage. You know what I mean? Like just their presence. They're so infected with Corona's virus or whatever yeah. that like just them being in the arena is like killing you. Like you can't do anything about it. It's just killing you. So no matter what you need heals, you know, yeah, things that like that. Yeah, and so right now everybody has four equipped uh, items, and I think three of them are weapons. So the first one is a handgun, the second one is a rifle, and the third one is a melee weapon, which is a a, cro a crowbar. So you'll be able to utilize any 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 type of combination. And the fourth item is a med kit. Ooh, so this I just med crashed. kit gives you like half of your HP back. So it's smart to be using using it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just it's, use there's a little cast time, time to it. It takes like three seconds or so. Yeah. For it to work. And it heals yourself. The yeah. idea is that we're gonna make it where, where three seconds clicking on somebody else will uh, will heal them, so you can back up your teammates and get them. Yeah. And also, like this this specific now we can talk about like metas. This is just one of many metas that's gonna encompass like the whole game, right? And this meta in particular is called the cemetery. Yeah, yeah, and these are battlegrounds, so. Yeah, but if the idea of this one is is pretty much like this is the grinding zone, right? This is where you come to level up, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is where this is the place where battle CZ battlegrounds are going to be uh, metas that are designed for you to use your weapons and items. Uh, an item could be a med kit, and another item could be ammo that you gotta you gotta keep on hand. Uh, you can, and then ammo is also going to be consumable, so you'll need to craft it in one of the the synthesizers. Uh, that's going to be a meta. Uh, so you'll and it takes time to 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 like kind of like print these uh these these creations mm -hmm. these items. But uh but there'll be many locations, so you just uh, load up different spots and make them print out the, the things that you want and need for the in-game in-world battle and and the the main thing is that these weapons will level up so it'll go pretty high levels and 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 these enemies also have you know the, the more and more waves go by the uh the higher strength these uh enemies will 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 require stronger weapons so mm -hmm. yeah so there's a ton of elements that need to be worked because we also want this to be open not just to anybody who's like you know has the most amount of money to spend, right? There's there's gonna be a lot of free elements to this game to progress, you know, without spending a single Yeah, yeah, and every single, every single meta has like the capability of free to play. So so those that wanna grind and like um like even this battleground, it's gonna spawn like the zombies that like randomly that you can gain experience on by killing them. Mm -hmm. and if you want to like, so like uh, go to different battlegrounds, there'll be different amounts of zombies on each one. Or you exactly. can click on the tombstone and begin a, a contract gig and uh, do some wave after wave of zombies. Yeah. So you can free to play and grind and, and level up your weapons for for this special strong strong quest, this uh, battle that you need to do. You might need to like you know print a lot of uh, a lot of healing items and a lot of ammo to to take on this quest, and then re you know gather your teammates and ask them to do the same thing. And, mm -hmm. uh, and like at the end of it, you will. We'll get different things, different different drops. Yeah, exactly. The the whole idea is <clears throat> these things might cost you know money to obtain. It's kind of like you're investing in uh at the beginning before you embark on these little you know quests or contracts. You gotta invest a little bit to optimize like your loadout right before you actually enter the arena. Otherwise, you're gonna go in there like total bitch status and get wrecked. <laughs> you're, gonna, right. you're gonna fail your contract. You're gonna lose your money. Like fuck, man, we suck. We shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna, you wanna. There's gonna be strategy involved. You gotta figure out like what, what's the proper loadout. Like you know, you, yeah, gotta, exactly. you gotta look up the contract before you actually sign it. You know, like shit. Like yeah, and there'll be some uniqueness to these uh, quests that you take on. So there might be more spawns of zombies that require melee weapon attacking and exactly. And if you have a weak melee weapon and there's only one person on your team that has good melee weapon, you gotta you gotta be healing him the whole time, making sure exactly. Yeah. So that's really like it's gonna be good to have like a big friend list, right? Because you never know what. what... Well, it's, it's, it's gonna be good to have a, a good red nitrous on your side. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Red's gonna play the. I already know he's gonna be the damage dealer guy. Like he's gonna buy all the guns with like the highest rate of fire. 
the highest ammo capacity. You know, he's going to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're just going to be healing him the whole time. And some contract exactly. examples could be um, um, a game type where you're supposed to protect, like, uh, an innocent in the center of the room. And mm-hmm. you're, just, oh, like, that's cool. you're just supposed yeah, like to survive that. for, like, yeah, 10 that's, minutes. That's true. Almost kind of like an escort quest in a way. But, yeah, there you go. But, but it, it's just... The Centraland style. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, and, and then some of these quests you have to like pass, you have to beat them to be able to unlock the quests that come after it. Yeah. So so hiring Red Nitrous like a hired arm, like hey, I need I need I need some firepower to like back me up on this this damn number twenty quest that I can't cross. Can you help me out? And like so, there'll be some in, interesting incentive models that will come out from uh, from having high strength players like available to to assist. Yeah, so yeah. you're going to let ever a thing in WoW where like you need somebody else's backup and perhaps it costs money or it costs something like you have to trade gold. You have to like, no, no, it's just if you want the best players on your in your guild or in, on your squad, yeah. you, you recruit the best players. dude. It's as simple as that, because their incentive is they want to be on yeah. the team with all the best players, too, so they can progress, progress the quickest. Right. Yeah. So it's just like natural, like, it's like a sports team, you know? It's the same exact thing. Nobody's earning anything except for the items that they're all chasing, you know? Because they're yeah. killing the, the bosses quicker than anybody else in the server, so they're, they're the ones with the coolest loot, you know? They're progressing the quickest. And that's all it's all about, dude. <clears throat> uh, in this case, we haven't figured out yet, like, we're toying around with the idea of, like, uh, you know, what's the reward of these contracts or these quests? You know, we could... Experience is an obvious one, but... There's lots of games out there, Axie included, where they have like an in-game currency or in-game token that they're rewarding their players with. SLPs. That's something that's been blowing up lately. Uh, Something that we're definitely toying around with to figure out, like, is that is there is there an opportunity there? Is that something people want to pursue? Like, play this game, do these contracts for the opportunity to earn, you know, cryptocurrency or some kind of NFT token. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So. That's part of it as well. That's not what we're demoing here, but that's something to keep in keep in mind for sure. Yeah, so everybody that's a that's a current uh, owner of the Corona Zombies meta will get this update rolled out as soon as we get it fully play tested and kind of like stable, where 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 anybody can jump in and play anytime. So there, I don't think right now we won't have it persistent uh, activated yet because we're we're still choosing the combinations of technologies that to like store data. Um, since since this website, since technology is like something you know new new to the game for us, so so we're gonna like keep it uh, updates rolling out little by little. Mm-hmm. But I think I think we're definitely gonna allow landowners to deploy this, and we'll see how it goes. Like each each one of these might require its own server, but but it's potential that this single server that we have up and running right now could uh, could run them all. So there's 25 metas. For the Corona Zombies, we might change the name, um, yeah, but uh, awesome. yeah, rename it to like Corona Zombies Cemetery, Season Cemetery. Uh, but basically, it's a battleground where where you get access to a WebSocket server to to play this game persistently. And uh, what's like the Phase One release look like for Season? You know how like an Ethermon right now, the foundational layer for that is the Garden Bed and the the Egg Meta, right? Those that's the combination of metas that Ethermon needs as a foundational ground layer for people to start. 
you know, getting engaged with the game? What, what do you think that is for CZ? Yeah, that's a good question. So, so I think I think the answer is like people need a a method a method to acquire weapons. Yeah, so, which is what the crates, right? The loot crates. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we talked uh, about those. We're gonna release a crate depot where you can go to it and buy a, a crate that gives you a random weapon and we're going to choose like uh, a good set of uh, the initial og weapons and and those are the ones that you can progress with uh, in the beginning and we have we already have like a variety of weapons we have like two we got like two different rifles we got one melee weapon we got one handgun so we're going to throw in a couple more different combinations and per- maybe we'll just do melee weapons only in the beginning um, yeah but but maybe we'll just do a whole combination of the first weapons so so yeah, it's it's the battlegrounds to use weapons on, and uh, you know a weapon depot to to like uh, acquire weapons. Which is basically like an it's an in-world NFT sale, right? This this meta. Yeah, because these weapons are going to be NFTs. So that's that's pretty big too. I don't know if there's ever been like a actual sale inside of a metaverse yet. I don't know. If you guys are more in depth with your uh, metaverse history than I am, <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that that has existed before. Yeah, because traditionally it's like you 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 build a website, right, and then you just have a crowd sale or something like that, and then all the NFTs just appear on OpenSea or something. That's correct. I think that's how it usually goes down. So, hmm. yeah. yeah, this this will be cool to metify that whole process, you know. Uh, and then yeah, this and what else? I think maybe the armory as well. Yeah. So. So yeah, it will be another. I mean, the the CZ item. So you, you need a way to heal yourself. Um, so it, there's so there will be items that you can craft that'll allow you to in in during battle like heal yourself. But also there will be a, a way where you can visit a, a a meta location like a healing center and um, and basically disinfect your player because because it, it's not really like health points. It's more like infection level. So if you're if you're down to no health then then you're basically infected and and i think we're going to make it where if you stand too close to another player then you're going to infect that player too so, so yeah corona and this involved in this, uh, this yeah yeah that'll be cool i just killed but uh, I, I was i was even considering like uh re- like releasing all the metas at once um and yeah then- it's, it's starting to sound like that that might be the case like you, you go you run down this list they all sound incredibly essential to the game you know what i mean yeah, definitely. So we might release them all and like have them all in the MVP stages where they can operate, and then uh, little by little improve them. But basically, you need to visit all of each of them to do different things, like like changing your weapons. You'll need to go to a storeroom and and uh, and and change them there, like change your loadout. Um, so that'll be a, a, a meta that that because uh, right, we're considering like the a maximum of four in your arsenal, like in your holster um four different items. the way the way to cycle through that is pressing f in game basically yeah. right yeah. That's nice. to switch to three or four different items and yeah. if you're a low level character or you're a low level uh battler then uh you may might maybe only start with one weapon slot or one or maybe two i don't know we have to figure that balancing and then as you level up then you unlock more slots to add in more to your arsenal. Oh yeah, that'd be cool as hell. But if you have like ten weapons, then you need to go to a storeroom location to like organize them and and uh, switch them out. And different different uh, quests, it might be smart to use a different combination of uh, of uh, loadout. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> or just yeah, like if if 
there's a two-man party and they have you know a tank and a healer already mm-hmm. and they need somebody who does you know more like long-range damage uh like all right let me look in my uh my nft wallet see what i got you got a shit ton of you know high-powered rifles like yeah okay i can join your raid or your party just let me swap out my loadout real quick and then join you so yeah. <laughs> that's the mechanics of that <laughs> yeah what's your favorite weapon win so far I think I could uh, guess. I like the automatic weapon for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to see, you know, like the final version of the melee though. Right now there's no animation yet. I, I like the melee weapon a lot because it does a high, high damage. So yeah, it's, it's super high damage, but you yeah. can't just go around smacking everything because there's actually stamina. Yeah. I don't know if you can see it, but if you pull out your crowbar and you start swinging at things, there's a little bar that goes up and down. Yep. Uh, that represents like your stamina. You have to stand still in order to build it back up, yeah. which makes sense. So this, these are like little balancing elements that have to be part of it, right? Or else like yeah. certain weapons just are overpowered as fuck, and everyone's gonna use it, and, and then somebody, the game just sucks. <laughs> yeah, somebody that uses the rifle needs to be careful to like not damage your teammates because friendly fire is, yeah. is a thing. So That's if true. he's got a long range weapon, he's, he's going to be accidentally shooting people with missile strategically, like uh, yeah, you can't just spray and pray, right? Yeah, exactly. You gotta actually have some tactical precision. In this so, like in, in a machine gun scenario, you kind of wanna, if there ever is that weapon, then you kind of wanna stand behind that person and, and like <laughs> just back. let them rip. You don't, you don't wanna cross this path because that's like insta death. <laughs> yeah, the strategy could be somebody with like a lighter light, lighter loadout can like herd all these zombies, and then yeah. the guy with the big machine gun just like all right sits in the corner and waits for them all to group up and then just yeah. Just rips them all to pieces, you know? I killed you, Iron Man. Uh, I figured you did. <laughs> See? Uh, There's going to be that guy. There's always going to be that guy. Dude. He's just griefing the fuck out of you. I'm just trying to play the game, and I'm getting killed for no goddamn reason, dude. I don't want Will on the team. He'll accidentally kill you, or purposely. Purposely, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> Unknown. Yeah, see? that That's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be up to the community to uh, blacklist these people. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? We're gonna need a DAO for that. A what? A a DAO or like a DAP? Yeah, just like a yeah. blacklisting DAP. Like everybody report this guy. <laughs> Being a dick. <laughs> yeah, it'll be different uh, enemy types. So there's gonna be bats, like flying enemies that that would they they're dangerous because they're highly infectious. The origins of the coronavirus are theorized to be coming from bats. So yeah, oh, dude, you yeah, killed think about oh, that. Dude, you yeah, killed like, me, right? Oh, I fucked you up, dude. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) See, yeah, man, it's definitely... So PvP is definitely going to be part of this too, right? Like, at some point, another meta is going to be built. We don't know what. Some type of PvP element, right? Yeah. With PvP, since we're not worried about zombies, then... uh, No, no, no. We we have to add the zombie element in there. It's just like... They'll be in there, but you can go onto, like, second floors and third floors and... Oh, I see. Things like that. Yeah, because uh, with with the zombies going up different floors, like it's very you have to program all that. But with a player jumping up onto the second floor, it's not a big deal. Like it, 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 players do that today, and and now yeah. the clip, the shooting at them, you know, will be already a part of current zombies already. So so yeah, PvP will be really cool. I think so too, maybe, dude. Maybe maybe that'll be like a meta in general, and and landowners can mix and match their buildings with with uh, the PvP capability. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Interesting. So the meta really is just the like deployment of like this HUD and weapon loadout and like or the the back end, right? The server. 
the web yeah. socket yeah for for the for pve like the environment needs to be pretty consistent like like we need uh, a landowner that's doesn't have a, a ton of metas that are yeah. the game area. yeah so, that's for, the thing for pvp then it's it's free for all like like you can go behind walls and yeah, because like, because certain metas you want it to be like really customizable, right? Like, let's say the, the synthesizer or whatever, the one that where you go to craft your ammo or items. Yeah, you if you want, you could put that in your fucking closet in your house that like Planet VR built, right? Yeah, <laughs> maybe we make it small enough to where it fits on somewhere like that. Like, it could be that customizable, right? Yeah, exactly. But something like this. Like I don't even think the MetaZone remote's enabled, right? Uh, no, for that reason, right? Definitely not. Yeah, you don't want people to like fuck up the gameplay. Yeah. <clears throat> what about the the ultimate meta? Jeez. You guys, you guys remember what I'm talking about? Like an arena? Uh, no, the raid. Oh, that was tough. That was really tough because we need to have the capability of doing boss battles. Yeah, that's what yeah. you're talking about, right? Like a big, like a world boss or what? Yeah, world boss. What, what's what's the raid in your eyes, Willis? Well, it's like requires a minimum of six people. Um, everyone has to be at level 20, and mm. uh, that's the only way you'll take down this guy. Yeah, so it'll probably have like all kinds of... That's the thing. Like, So it probably had to be like a district, don't you think? Because there's very little incentive you can give the landowner for, you know, having this zone that just randomly spawns this boss maybe oh, yeah. maybe it's not random maybe it's a, a very expensive contract you have to collect your pool together you know to pay for maybe that's the incentive i don't know <clears throat> yeah i mean we're we're well think about think about our tower it's pretty tall the, the metazone tower i think it's like really tall if you replace that tower with like half the size of a zombie and then you just have to run around you know that two by two to like avoid and getting fight it getting hit at yeah to yeah. fight it uh i mean i think that'd be a pretty fun experience oh it'd be badass it'd be really yeah, badass we, you, as long as it, the game is capable of handling you could put like you know 10 10 or 20 people you know shooting at that thing and from the testing that i've done on this on this uh web socket server it can handle it so it's a matter of like dcl in world is it able to you know have that many characters playing in a web socket connection zone yeah. and, and battle it out against this big old boss yeah let's test that out Will, while we're in here let's uh let's 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 try and kill the same targets you know like pretend one of these let's clear this room out first so we get the green zombies because they have more health yeah you see this guy over here the guy who just freshly spawned the yeah. green one yeah i see it all right take a shot at it all right dude you almost killed it okay now let me kill it it's gone right yeah it's gone well, there you go, dude. We got everything we need, dude. You just need to, we just need to scale that like times ten. Yeah, and you got a boss fight. Yeah, yeah I can make a juggernaut uh, enemy type. Dude, yeah, there, maybe a black box. Yeah, make a giant. Make it like uh, double the height of uh, the green zombie, and then uh, make it black. Well, let's not mm -hmm. make it black. Let's make it purple. <laughs> yeah, we can make it purple because you won't yeah. be able to see the corners if it's black. Oh yeah, because you got a black background. Yeah. Hmm. So. Um, and then, and then like quadruple its health, where it's like it'll take like a couple of clips to bring that down, and then you're done. Is it uh, shoot it in, like uh, what did you say? Like the damage that it does on you is pretty high. Yeah, <coughs> it should also do like. And it, is it fast? Oh shit! No, it's slow. <laughs> uh, it could be anything, dude. It could it could uh, 
make so yeah like, do two types it, it could pass. have like it could have little zombie eggs like attached to it and then like if you accidentally shoot it it pops and then like a bunch of little zombies come out and they start fucking you up dude <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean yeah. it could be anything dude shoot shoot the purple not not the little other boxes yeah exactly if yeah. you accidentally shoot one of the other boxes then it's like these little, these little demons start coming out or the bats like you said maybe he's got bats yeah yeah yeah, all kinds of good combinations like that are gonna be doable. Yeah. So But yeah, it's up to there's no stuff. real there's no real timeline yet for anything as far as like ETAs and anything, right? Um, I think we wanna roll out these this update to Corona Zombies um locations mm-hmm. sometime soon. So after we get it stable, uh, right now it's a little bit unstable because of a few little bugs. But um but yeah, once once it's stable then uh we can have a lot we can now allow other people to play it and then i gotta figure out like how to split up this server to multiple locations so because we have like a, a mini map uh little ad administrator window that shows it and uh now we need to have like 25 locations of these yeah and people like anybody that wants to buy one of these can, can still get access to the pre-sale uh, we'll probably like once we get it maybe once we get a few 3d models inside of this uh cemetery then we'll probably take it out of pre-sale and start releasing the other metas. Or yeah, we, we yeah we need the community's help on like deciding the the path, like what what should what should happen next. Yeah, true, we have, man. We have some ideas, but, um, but yeah, once people start playing, they can start requesting some some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. something that's <clears throat> interesting is I, I don't know how many people who are currently like invested in Decentraland are actual gamers. You know what I mean? I don't think it's a large percentage. Well, I honestly, think, I think Decentraland kind of looks like a game. I mean, <clears throat> oh yeah, I'm not saying wonder... like it's not a good idea to make a game. It's just like I, I just I don't think a lot of people are looking for that currently. I think what what, what, what us and other people who are working on like these game experiences, that's going to be what attracts like the next wave of Decentraland users. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think because like, that's what everyone's waiting for. Right? Like when when did the when are the gamers coming? Yeah, basically. Yeah, and I think I think what was stopping gamers from coming is that persistent experience. Like, yeah, exactly. Like that that one ghost game that you're playing, uh, where you were racing a racing ghost thing. Uh, oh that, yeah, limited Tomb, experience. Tomb Chaser. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomb Chaser. It's yeah, a so fun. It's a fun game, but yeah, it's like you complete it once. The objective is just to get the fastest score. It's not like you're not earning anything per run. You know, you're not. Yeah, like there's no progression. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. with this progression capability built on top of you know this multiplayer capability, you know it's the central land becomes a platform for for game develop developers to like you know release really cool content. And now we want to. This is a demo of that capability, and you know see, take a gander, take a look, check it out, play it. Uh, we'll we'll make the persistence. You know we'll add that in a little bit later. Yeah, we're hoping like this. Like what you're saying, it like kickstarts more indie development you know like uh we've been talking a lot about metazone <laughs> because you know we've been writing up proposals and shit like that so we kind of have to like think real hard about like what is this thing that we created and i think like the best analogy we came up with is, is steam if you know what steam is it's it's a distribution platform just like metazone but they're distributing you know the games to the player base of the, their community mm-hmm. yeah so games and triple a games and yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't always AAA games. It was like just that's the thing. Like it was just it was games. just a platform at the beginning, you know. So yeah, 
the creators of Steam had to kind of like they had to model that it was possible for a community of indie developers to like generate captivating games. So they had to prove that first with titles like Half-Life, Counter-Strike, you know, shit like that. And then they acquired other games that were made by other people, but they made them Valve titles like Dota 2, yada, yada, yada. They put them all on their platform. That's how they got, you know, the engine started for the indie development community, you know? So we're hoping like that same thing happens here, basically. Yeah, and and then little by little, AAA, you know, companies started releasing content on that that platform, right? So Ethemon is this... This uh, this beast of a company, and and uh, they're able to get their team to to put out a creation that that is persistent, and and it makes sense for for the long term vision of what Decentraland is ultimately becoming. So more content like that is is beneficial to to Decentraland overall, and and to everybody in the metaverse. Yeah, for real. I mean, but we're trying to do everything that we can to, to get that like into the hands of creators, basically. Yeah, when when I was in there shooting the zombies, being in that black box, I felt like it was in the, in a dark box, right? When I step out, it's like all bright and sunny, like everything's green, you know. It's like quite the step difference. Step out into the world. Yeah, yeah. It's like I can see like this game being like <clears throat> I'm starting to see more and more like the the VR attraction to this, you know. Imagine this game in VR. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like that's going to be sick. Yeah. Just because it's like a... It's I think so. The cla- the whole claustrophobia of it all, like you're in a very confined space and you're actually going to be in there, you know, in this confined arena with all these things coming at you, you know. I think that's going to be even more immersive. So, yeah, a game like this is going to be primed whenever that rolls out, you know, which in- I think inevitably it will at some point. Right. So... <clears throat> Yeah, and to me, the to me having it on the on a phone, like mm. because this is going to be a persistent game. Like I kind of want to go in there and ra- randomly shoot some some zombies to keep growing my keep grinding, right? Yeah, keep grinding and getting that experience to to level up guns. And that experience is specific to guns too. So you have a uh, you can level up your character, but you can also level up each gun individually. The more kills that it has, the more experience that the gun gets. So, so yeah, if it was a, if I was able to pull out my phone and play at any time, like that would that would assist in the uh, longevity of like uh, more games like these. Mm-hmm. That probably makes more sense, just for like the practical use of it all. Like where things like, especially with the Ethermon pets, like mm-hmm. you want to be around as much as possible to keep your Ethermon well fed, right? To gain yeah. like the most amount of XP as possible. So yeah, a mobile attachment makes a lot more sense <laughs> in that regard. So. Yeah, that's so true. <clears throat> Take care of those pets. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Speaking of Ethermon, there's going to be an event uh, being held next mm-hmm. week. And in this event, you'll be able to collect free pineapples. And uh, you'll, you'll if you collect free pineapples, you, have the, you can either feed your own Ethermon or feed the landowner's Ethermon to count as a chance to win one of the brand new, never before seen Ethermon uh, that's de- that will be deployable in Decentraland. So, um, and if you want more chances, or you want a higher chance to win one of these new Ethermon before anyone else could get one, uh, then you can buy more fruit and feed your Ethermon or feed the landowner's Ethermon, and that will also count. So this is a free-to-play game as well, Ethermon, and it's free-to-play for a chance to win as well. So there's going to be free pineapples for you to travel around the central land and find these free pineapples to feed your Ethermon. And uh, that should start early next week, um, maybe July 20th, something like that. So... 
few more days. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I saw. I get, I get early access to see these like little Ethermon, the, the new ones. They uh -huh. look super cool. And in yeah. the world, they look even better. So Yeah. Yeah, people are going to love that. Yeah, these are these are brand new Ethermon. This is like specific to Decentraland, at least for now. I mean, eventually you'll be able to use these Ethermon NFTs in their Ethermon.io game. Uh, but I think they've, they're feeling and we're feeling that Ethermon is going to be like a Decentraland-focused type of experience. I think that's mm. where the main gameplay is going to take place. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're privy to a lot of their future metas that they will release. And it's definitely going to be a full like experience once they're all done and ready to go. Their their rollout process is to like get each one to a completed state and then release it, or then pre-sell it and then release it. So so uh, so yeah, it's it'll it'll progress meta by meta the the experience that that these uh, players of Ethermon can can take advantage of. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see it, man. Just five new ones, you said? Yeah, five new ones. Five and, new Ethermons. And in this, yeah. we're also going to be releasing the Egg Nest pretty soon. Yeah, I was um, about to mention. And in this Egg Nest, you'll purchase an egg, and it'll give you a chance to win one of those five Ethermon. And uh, and then the landowners will be able to sell it and all that stuff. So yeah, the, have you talked about the economics of uh, of that? So so Ethermon is basically partnering with with each individual landowner that buy, buys this egg nest. And and how much how much is the egg? So the egg what? is zero point three ETH. Yeah. So 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 a landowner will get a cut of that zero point three ETH. So the more people that you attract that are players of Ethermon when they buy an egg on your land, like you get yeah. what is that like? 15 something bucks yeah around 15 dollars. so rough, roughly 20 percent yeah yes that's uh that's, that's a lot of money that's a that's a ton of money and and it's the only way to onboard the central land players into ethermon right it's the only way so i was wrong then then corona zombies is not going to be the first in metaverse nft oh sale. yeah that's true <laughs> ethermon will be yeah so, you know. yeah probably the second let's see, yeah. see if we can catch up with ethermon yeah yeah, that's pretty cool. Coming out. <coughs> um, it, both of these, <coughs> Ethermon and a little bit of the soccer, but uh, more so like any anybody that takes advantage of all the locations that the Central Land has to offer with all these different landowners is like the way to go. So I think I mean you, I think I don't know I think you played a uh, the Meteor game and and that was a cool single location. Yeah. So now it. If it's dispersed throughout the Decentraland world, then then you know each of these uh, landowners can can promote Decentraland and have an incentive to like get people to come visit their land and and uh, everybody can grow together instead of uh, separately in, Dude, in these individual events. Imagine the meteor game on a on a WebSocket server where when the meteor crashes, everyone has a chance. They have to click really fast on the meteor to collect the the, uh, the materials before anybody else collects it. I mean, that would be a fun multiplayer game, too. Yeah. That's yep. part of it, dude. And, like, I'm starting to realize, like, dude, like, if, if this shit takes off, yeah, like, the Wonder Zone is another perfect example, like, <clears throat> that can adopt this model and, like, spread out their, you know, gameplay throughout the entire metaverse. Like, I, I, I can already see, like, Rio, if you're watching this, DCL Plaza's one day is going to have a map that's filled with like little, <laughs> each parcel is going to be like a different icon, right? Each of it's going to have, one's going to be like a little meteor icon, one next to it's going to have like a zombie. Yeah. One below that's going to have a freaking Ethermon on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's going to be so much shit yeah. just spread out throughout the central. But somebody has to like, you know, navigate the plebs. <laughs> you know, like, where is everything? 
Yeah. It's going to be, there's so many parcels, but maybe not. Maybe the, the players will just want to explore on their own, right? And that's kind of like, yeah, that's kind of the point. Like, uh, Rio, again, you, he brought this up in a, in a discussion that he's heard so much. Like, people, new people come in, they're like, I wandered around the world, didn't find anything to do, I got bored, and I left, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of like, I, I think this, this is the solution to that problem. We just need more yeah. shit out there. Yes. The central land is a big place. I mean, you can easily spawn in some random location and walk for a few minutes and not find a damn thing. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to make a video, hopefully soon, of me literally walking around the entire fucking world in Decentraland. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to record it, dude. I think I did the math. I think it might take me more than 24 hours to do that. I'm not sure. What? I think I swear to God, dude. But, dude, don't trust my math. (laughs) No way it takes 24 hours to do a full circle. Maybe. It might be, dude. But I'm obviously going to have to take breaks, dude. I'm not going to have a heart attack doing this shit. <laughs> corner to corner. Like, uh, like Tesla wanted to do an autopilot drive from California to New York. Yeah, yes. I could do that. Corner to corner? Coast to coast. Coast to coast? Maybe. I don't <laughs> know. The ocean. Yeah. Somebody said, like, Decentraland is the size of, like, Washington, D.C. or something like that. Yeah, is... yeah, something like that. So you can imagine, it'd probably take a long time to walk around that bitch. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? But still, uh... Yeah, like you were saying, Decentraland is huge. I don't know. I just think the more shit like this that starts popping up where, like, players can just stumble on things to do, you know, things to mine. Like, somebody just stumbles on a meteor falling from the sky randomly, right? They're not in the Wonder Zone. They're not in a district. It just happens just because whoever owns that piece of land owns that meta. Yeah. And it's just by by chance, like, a meteor just comes crashing down. He's like, oh, fuck. Let me uh, me go mine this and add this to my pool of NFTs, you know? That meteor... The meteor huh? experience would really take advantage of the whole uh, concept of like spreading the experience throughout the central land, the web socket where maybe a, one meteor right or one meteor hits the central land every hour, and then you have to figure out where it's where it's hitting out of the fifty locations that it could possibly exactly. hit. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're in like a scramble trying to find and get this material for this uh, wearable. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's a quite an experience. And that's yeah, where the value comes in, right? Because it's it's not easy. Yeah, it's hard like spawning a, a juggernaut inside yeah, of exactly you know, inside of a Colonel Zombie's battleground. Exactly. Yeah, you know whoever takes it down, has system taken down, get that loot. You know that it drops. Yeah, so dude, it'll happen for free every once in a while. Dude, and, hell uh, yeah, man! So you got to be privy in the chat, you know, with the right players to know, hey, there's a there's a juggernaut over here. We need some backup. Hell yeah. You know, that's a world I want to be in. Dude, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. We get, dude, we got a chance to build it, man. That's a crazy I thing. I agree, man. That's that's all we could do, man. It's We just can't say we didn't try, right? <laughs> <laughs> at least there's yeah. that. Uh, like, at the end of the day, when we look back, we're like, man, we really gave it our all, didn't we? we <laughs> 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 right? So, I don't know. It's just a matter of not, you know. <laughs> Will time be uh, <clears throat> a cruel cunt to us or not? <laughs> we'll see. Oh, man. Yeah, man. That's, <clears throat> you know, like selling all these metas, like you got to, the developers need to feed themselves, man. Like it's, <laughs> there's just no other way. There's no other way. This is not a cash grab. This is not, this is like if you want to build more stuff into Central Land, buy more metas, the creators will make more stuff. That's how it works. Mm, true. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's, there's, there's, it's, yeah, it's, it doesn't get more simple than that. It's not more complicated than that. 
This isn't we're we're not like shopping for Lambos every single day just because we're selling metas. Who said that? Somebody said that. Uh, I, I don't want to name names, but I remember that conversation. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I'm happy with my little Honda Accord, dude. I'm chilling. It's not about that, man. Yeah, like that future yet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're trying to build that future, you know, to get to that future. Yeah, and I say yeah. that because, um, you know, with, with Ethermon, they're going to have like several more metas, right? And, uh, you know, Corona Zombies, uh, maybe potentially uh, Wonder Zone. Um, they're going to have several metas. It's like, <clears throat> it, it's not It's not because they want to make more money. It's just the way that Decentraland works, you have to deploy different types of experiences. And to make different type of experiences requires development. And that requires money. And just mm-hmm. by happenstance... Decentraland lends to the fact that, hey, if if you're going to kill a zombie here, maybe you can have a weapon depot on a different location. And maybe, you know, landowners collaborate on what they're going to deploy so that, you know, this is a a fun experience, you know. So, you know, that's it is what it is. It's not it's not not more complicated. You know, it's not a money thing or anything like that. So it's just the game type. The, the platform, the way the platform was designed, that's how it seems to work in terms of, like, developers making stuff. <clears throat> I mean, it's no coincidence Ethermon is using MetaZone when they've tried to deploy Ethermon in the past in Decentraland. Like, why couldn't they do this before? Well, it's because they couldn't. You can't do this without MetaZone. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, you need a, a distribution platform to, to be able to install these things on different locations. And uh, it, and all this money is, is really funding for more projects it's not funding for for profits for it's more lambos for extended time extended development time because if a if a if a, de- if a developer has to earn money in the real world um working and t- it takes away time from the thing that they want to be developing so so the, these funds directly go into you know having them focus more on the central land mm-hmm it's it's important that that every creator you know thinks about how they're going to monetize their creations because otherwise they got to go back to work and and everybody exactly. like a lot of people have disappeared like um, because they gotta you know go make money because because uh, coronavirus has taken a taken a hit on on a lot of people so yeah if if we can fund creators then if and creators can utilize MetaZone to to fund their their creations then then yeah there'll just be more and more stuff pumped out. So it's all so, about, it's all about all, aligning those incentives, man. That's all it is. Yeah, so it is. Man. And all the citizens need to invest their dollars in the right places. Like if you if you think a creator is good at what they're doing, then it's worth like giving them that extra dollar and uh, extending their their time, you know, creating things. So it's voting with uh, with mana. There you go, that's, man. That's that's the free market, right? That's the free market system right there. That's right. You know, Apple didn't become Apple because Nobody didn't like their shit, dude. Everybody liked their shit. That's why Apple is Apple. You know, yeah. they built the best stuff. Exactly. You know, it's that's just and people voted with their dollars. Like, fuck, you don't want some of this best stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now you can't get rid of them now. Yeah. <laughs> They're all over the place. And uh, before we go, um, so uh, an interesting thing happened in Twitter today. So where were you, I man, in the great Twitter hack of 2020? Oh. Yeah, what about that? Dude, I was in my bed, like, dying, dude. Of, <laughs> <laughs> like, migraine headaches or whatever the hell I got. But, yeah. yeah, that was pretty crazy, man. Like, we saw it happen, like, in real time, and now it's, like, mainstream news, you know? Right. It was pretty cool. 
Yeah, well, not so, cool. So what so what happened was <laughs> Elon Musk got hit too, right? Yeah, Elon Musk, Bill line. Gates, yeah. Um Barack Obama, uh Kanye, they got uh, Kim Apple, Kardashian, Uber, Apple, Uber, yeah. They got Joe Biden. Somehow they didn't get Trump. That would have been epic if yeah, they Oh man, that would have been yeah. that would have been next level for, for sure. But you know what? That's kind of terrifying. That just that showcases the vulnerability of Twitter as a platform. Like they could have hijacked Trump's Twitter and done some kind of like ridiculous, like like oh nuke incoming to United States like type yeah. shit, and like cause a mass panic. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like yeah, that yeah. that potential is there, with, you know, with things like that, and then there's deep fakes going around too. Do they know where it came from? Um, I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it that deep, but it, was it AI run amok? It, it could, it could have been. Yet? But I'm seeing here that they they left a message shilling Monero. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's fucking great. I wonder why. I don't know. It's yeah. the only true privacy coin, I guess. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean that that was that was interesting. Uh, everybody getting hit today. So mm-hmm. on that note, uh, let's kill it here. Um, I think yeah. we covered everything for next week. We got Ethermon coming. We got obviously Corona Zombies in. We're gonna allow people to play uh, as soon as as soon as we we clean up a couple of more things. But uh, then yeah, just make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Block Runner and at Metazone IO. I think we have everything covered for this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just join our Discord. Yeah, join our Discord. You can Comment. talk to us directly about this Corona Zombie shit. Maybe we'll open our own like Discord channel for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like and, and subscribe get... on our YouTube videos, and make sure you comment. We'll, we look at everything. We comment everything back. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you guys listening every week, and we will see you next week. Correct. All, right. All right, guys. Later. Bye bye. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Block Runner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at theblockrunner.